0: Thanks for tuning in today, and welcome to Spirit Wisdom, a podcast for joyful living. Your host is Joe Love, a spiritual teacher, intuitive mentor, and author. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about a fascinating and very important topic for our spiritual growth, the Akashic Records. You know, this topic is going to encompass relationships, which is the primary way that the universe teaches us the lessons we need for our soul growth. You know, I'll I'll cover karma and how the Akashic Records impact our future. You know, very often, relationships are so much more complicated than we learned growing up. You know, most of the time when we grew up, We heard about fairy tale, happy-ever-after relationships that didn't prepare us for what is going to happen when we became adults. But before we go any further, let me give you a little history. The word akasha comes from the Sanskrit word akasha, the akasha, which means boundless space, the idea that there is a space that is all-encompassing, that encompasses everything. You know, all the spiritual teachers that I have known and learned from— all describe this, an invisible force around the earth. So picture this, picture some type of etheric field around the earth, which is the Akashic records. And these records keep track of every thought, every word, every action, and every activity that an individual has since the dawn of time. You know, we often get glimpses of this when we have a near death experience. You know, very often we have a life review. And then our experiences are revived. And what ha- what's happening here is that we're reading our Akashic records during the near-death experience. So the Akashic records somehow keep track of everything, everything with our name next to it. In addition, the records are interactive. They somehow are responsible for bringing together everything a soul needs exactly when that soul needs it. Now, we have the free will to choose not to learn what it is that we need to learn. But the records are there to help pull it all together for us. You know, in my opinion, the Akashic records are there to make sure that every soul makes it. In other words, an all-loving God set up a system where every single soul eventually makes it to become one with every other soul in the universe to become one with God. In addition to what's going on in the present, the Akashic records also keep track of everything that will happen in the future. Now, it's possible to look at the Akashic Records of the future and see how our thoughts and activities are being pulled together to create the future. You know, in addition, the Akashic Records are very concerned with our intent. Why? Why do we do that? Why do we do what we do? The point is that our intent, why we do what we do, is what the universe keeps track of. And the universe gives us credit, even, you know, even if we try, as long as our int- intentions are good, you know, there's a record for every soul in the universe. Now, some people, when they access the Akashic record, see books. If you need to see a big file, that's what you'll see. If you need to see bookshelves full of records for you, for you, then that's what you'll see. How you see it is up to you but just know that there is a record for every single soul. Now, the records have three components. The records of the past, we have the records of the present, and have the records of the future. Now, the records of the past really exist in the form of memory. Now, for example, imagine, say for example, your your head is full of slides. And each one of these slides is a a pattern of memory. And we have a pattern of memory for everything. And we have a pattern of memory for talents. For example, a child might be very adept at music and can learn to play an instrument early in childhood. Well, there's a good possibility that they have played music in in a past life and are picking up right where they left off. So the patterns and capabilities that we take with us from lifetime to lifetime is almost like luggage. And that's a good thing. Yet we also have patterns that are not so positive, such as our biases, our bigotries, our dislikes of other people. And we take these patterns with us from lifetime to lifetime. For example, if we have a boss that we don't like, we are probably creating a pattern of memory for that person. So the next time around we meet that person, we're going to feel the same way as we do, as we feel about that person as we do right now. And we have patterns of memory for every soul with whom we ever come in contact with. And these patterns of memory need to be cleaned up, that every one of these negative patterns of memory have to be cleaned up with forgiveness and unconditional love, or we will keep incarnating until we learn that lesson. This is where karma comes in. Now, most people believe that karma is a debt where, you know, you often hear people say, what goes around comes around, you know, or if I do this, this is going to come back to me, you know, 10 times or, you know, something of that nature. That's not what karma is. Rather, karma is classrooms. It is where our soul learns and grows from experiences while we're here on earth. You know, another way to look at karma is that it is simply memory. And we have the free will to choose how we will respond to that memory at any given time. And we take this karmic memory and the patterns with us all the time. You know, we all have some memories, you know, that are, you know, best not to reawaken. We have patterns and habits that are not necessarily good. Let's say, for example, you have a sweet tooth. And the first thing you think about as soon as you wake up in the morning is, I need a piece of candy. Remember. The mind is a build is a builder. And the more we think about something, the more it becomes part of who we are, whether it's sweets, cigarettes, drugs, sex, anger, or getting even. Or if it's kindness, love or empathy, whatever the mind dwells upon, the more it becomes part of who we are. And these patterns of memory are stored just below the surface. So we, ha- so if we've never had a piece of candy, We don't know, you know, we're addicted to sweets until we have that first piece. So it's just as easy to energize a negative pattern of karmic memory as it is a positive one. So it's just as easy to energize the karmic pattern of love, empathy, and service as as it is to energize a pattern of anger or hatred or animosity. You know, this is why it's important to set a spiritual intention. Because when we do, we are more apt to energize positive patterns rather than dealing with the negative ones that are there. You know, as we work with spiritual intentions, we somehow transform our negative patterns. So karma karma is only memory. And the best example of how this exists is in past lives. You know, often I'll have people say to me, you know, Joe, I believe in reincarnation but I've never had a past life memory. And I'll tell them, yeah, we all have past life memories. It's just that most of us don't know what that is. You know, for example, we meet someone for the first time and we don't like that person. Or we meet someone for the first time and we immediately feel a strong connection with that person. Where does that come from? It comes from these patterns of memory that we take with us from lifetime to lifetime. We never meet anyone for the first time or have any type of emotional connection if we have not been with that person before in a previous life. We also have likes and dislikes that are very different from our family members. For example, if we were brought up with brothers and sisters, we ate the same food, most often we had the same parents, we went to the same schools, and yet we are very different. We have different likes and dislikes foods, travels, all kinds of different things, that is all karmic memory. So reincarnation helps us explain the differences that we have with the people around us, and heredity helps to explain some of the similarities. That's how memory works. Somehow we have memories or ideas or feelings or experiences just below the surface that come to us in our thoughts and in our ideas and in our relationships with one another. And as usual, it may sound, you know, it's very important, easy to prompt that memory. And we all have different past life experiences in our memory in terms of relationships with one another. We often have, you know, past life dreams. Very often we, you know, we have dreams that have past life experiences in them. A large, you know, a large part of my practice is dream interpretation. And I will tell people that, you don't just have a random past life dream. What happens is often we are having an experience in life or having a relationship in life and are somehow connected to experiences that we've had in the past life. Now our subconscious mind will look for a period in history in our soul history when something similar was occurring and we will have a past life dream and it will bring forth the awareness of a similar experience. So. Past life dreams are purposely connected to the present. Now, you can prompt a past life experience during a meditation because our past life is connected to our imagination. You know, often people will remember things and dismiss them by saying, that's only imagination. But you have to understand that imagination is only a tool of the subconscious mind. Our soul memory is connected to our subconscious mind. And so, so just because something happens, something in our imagination, you know, doesn't mean it's not valid. You know, for example, one of the worst things a parent or grandparent or guardian can tell a young child is that that's only your imagination. Don't pay any attention to it. It's if to suggest that the imagination means nothing. Well, yeah, you know, when I'm conducting a workshop about the Akashic Records. I'll often tell the story of The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. You know you have um you know there's the Ghost of Christmas Past, the Ghost of Christmas Present, and the Ghost of Christmas Future. And most of uh, most of you listening to this podcast today know the story of how the ghost of Jacob Marley presents himself to Evan, Ebenezer Scrooge. You know Jacob um is wearing all kinds of change uh chains rather and he tells Scrooge, "I wear the chain I forged in life. I made it link by link and yard by yard. I made it of my own free will, and of my own free will, I wore it. Now, to me, this suggests that we take our chains, uh, you know, the bonds, the faults we've created from our past lives with us into the present life, as well as into the future. So, in terms of our own Akashic records of the past, you know, very often we can see patterns. That we have repeated in our life over and over again. Yet you know, whether they're relationships at home, relationships at work, or, you know, with relationships with people in our lives and the patterns that we continue to experience. You know, you know, what is, what is it we need to be learning from these patterns? It's a question you need to ask yourself. It's not that we need, it's not that we keep, have to keep experiences things over and over again for no reason instead there's a lesson with all our relationships with one another so i recommend that you take some time and go to your altar or a quiet place and just you know take some time and look at the patterns of your life that you've repeated and keep repeating over and over again in your life if there's something going on in your life that continues to happen over and over again you know, is there, it's a question you really need to ask, ask yourself, you know, and if so, there's a, is there another way of looking at this experience? Not as, you know, some trial that you have to go through repeatedly over and over again, but rather for some lesson that you need to learn for your soul growth, something you need to learn about yourself. And these patterns keep repeating themselves in an effort for you to learn that lesson. So rather than seeing yourself as a victim of karmic debt, instead, see yourself as an individual who's dealing with memory and the experiences inside yourself and having that memory come to the surface in order so that you can deal with it, transform it and heal it. So I encourage you to take, say, 10, 15 minutes, go to your altar or another quiet place and just write down some patterns that you have been repeatedly experiencing over and over again in your life. You know, step back and take a look at those patterns and see if there's something that you can learn about yourself by having gone through those experiences. And if you're not able to identify any lessons, then another thing that you can do, which is very helpful, is you can ask a close friend who is objective and won't judge you, if they can identify a pattern of behavior about you that you keep repeating. that happens over and over again. You know, karma is something that we cannot escape. The universe is going to continue to put certain relationships and certain situations, you know, put us in certain situations until we learn that lesson. The universe wants us to learn. Remember, the universe gives us free will, but Free will doesn't give us a choice as to whether or not we will learn the lesson that we have to learn. It gives us a choice as to when we will learn that lesson in order to grow and evolve. You know, it may take a couple of lifetimes or even more to learn a lesson that the universe wants us to learn. And that is up to us. That's our free will. So I encourage you to look at every situation and every relationship that you have and ask yourself, What is a lesson here? You know, it's not easy, but if you objectively look, you'll find it, and then it'll stop repeating itself once you've learned that lesson. So I hope this podcast today gave you a glimpse, a little bit better understanding of the Akashic Records, and I look forward to going more in depth into the Akashic Records in future podcasts. So that's my message for this week. All my love, and I'll see you next week. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Download any of Joe's weekly podcasts to your favorite device. If you have questions, comments, or would like more information on how to reawaken the voice of your spirit, visit joeloveiw.com.